What's up, guys? Welcome to Rich Friend, the elevated conversation brought to you by Tequila Avio. My name is Matthew Tremel. Mark Anthony Green is present and accounted peace, for. Peace, peace, peace. What's good? Tremel and I have the same pants on today. <laughs> Some quotable. That's how you know that New Year, New Tremel. <laughs> Dressing like the guy. Yeah, we also got uh, an av- Avion sour. Um, some Avion Anejo with fresh lime juice and some simple syrup. So uh, cheers to that and cheers to Corduroy's. And um, <laughs> happy Friday. Yeah, man. Yo, so if you had the chance to meet the president elect, what would you wear? If I had the chance to meet, oh, I know exactly what I'd wear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a vintage Stay Black 40 Acres in a Mule baseball cap. Yeah, yeah. I'd wear yeah. that. Did you get it at one of the block party things or at the show, at the store? It it was purchased by a guy who bought it from the old pop-ups from oh, the 90s. Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'd wear that <laughs> tough. yeah. And then I'd wear... Uh, and you'd be like, let's trade hats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd wear... Um, I'd wear a either a Malcolm X or a Stokely Carmichael mm-hmm. crew neck, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, some denim and some Jordans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Jordans to let them know, like, you know... You could get dunked on. Yeah, you could get dunked on. <laughs> <laughs> like right now. Like right now, immediately. <laughs> That's good. Um, That's crazy. A necklace with some Arabic on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just why not? Yeah. yeah. And, um... Yeah. That's funny. That's what... Yeah, I think I'd probably just wear, like, full, like, Muslim garb. Yeah, just like, something... Just the most... <laughs> like, whatever the most, like, could like conservative, like, most, like, you know? Religious kind of, like, whatever I could put on. Fucking that would be Trump. fucking good. That would be really funny. You know... What can you say? My favorite thing on Twitter right now is people comparing 2016 to 2017. Like, 2017 is already off to a better year. Yeah. It's just, it's funny as fuck that we all agree 2016 sucked. It's Stockholm Syndrome, though. Is that what it's called? Nah, Stockholm Syndrome is where you identify with your oppressor. I think that's what we feel about this year. I think we're like, uh, okay, like, okay, okay. Better, I see what you're saying. But it's like, it's still like, <laughs> <laughs> it's still just as abusive. No, this is the year that fucks us. <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. Like, no, actually, like, I, God, I, I wish I, I disagreed with that more. Like, I, I think I understand him now. Like, this is the year that fucks us, people. Oh, man. Yo, no. you know what's tight about this year? Mm-hmm. Um, so Chance the Rapper and Jeremiah released that Christmas album. Did you listen to it? Um, Merry Christmas, Little Mama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it good? I think it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like Jeremiah. You know I'm like a Hell Chance yeah. fanatic, mm-hmm. right? But it's Christmas music. Mm-hmm. Like, it's legit Christmas music. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it this morning, and it made me feel so much better. It just made, not that I felt bad. Like, I don't want y'all at home thinking I'm depressed. It's just both of them on each song. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you yeah. know, Jeremiah sounds like, oh, uh, yeah, it's too good. And I'm like, yo, they made a Christmas album that that lived past Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I I think that that shit is amazing. Yeah, no, that's dope. It'll go down in, like, the boys to men canon. Like, is it'll it, be... Like, does it sound Christmassy or does it sound like modern music but about Christmas? Christmassy. Oh, yeah. Right. Except for, like, there's one, like, Zaytoven beat. Mm-hmm. That's right. about leaving somebody in 2016. Like, I should have <laughs> left you in 2016. Mm-hmm. But, um... But yeah, but Jeremiah, yo, Jeremiah's underappreciated. I mean, y'all should, if you don't listen to Jeremiah, 
you need to go ahead and, and, and participate in that. Jeremiah has no music videos. He's you know what? He's a he's a recluse. Like he doesn't really believe in photos and all of that. I mean, I, you know, that's absolutely his right, but he's really fucking good and he doesn't have He's amazing. Videos. He doesn't even really tour like that. Right? Yeah, he did the whole tour with um Party Next Door and they started beefing. Isn't that what happened? Oh, I don't know. That was like I I think I think that's I think it was those two. It was like they had some weird and then there was like a Jeremiah stunt double that showed up somewhere. That's so ill. Yeah, like, Yo, what like if I did that to you? Like, what if uh, it's just another motherfucker walked in saying he was Mark Anthony Green be, for yeah, the Rich Green podcast? That's really funny. Or if, or if we actually did that and had doppelgangers like show up and just record it or voice doubles. Yeah. Just show up and record. Yo, you think Avion will make us? They'll yeah. they'll, they'll let right. us get two stunt doubles. Yeah. <laughs> and see if the people could could tell. If they, That's if so they, ill. If these witticisms were coming from us, or if they were just like knockoffs, they don't care. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all don't care. Yeah, y'all don't care. Yo, so um, <laughs> I discovered a new way to watch television that I'm very excited about. That I'm like, oh, this is like, I'm gonna do this all the time now. I watched the last ten minutes of the season finale of Westworld without having watched any of the show prior to that. Yo, you're sick. And it was so thoroughly entertaining. And it was so, like, it was just like, oh, yeah, like, why haven't I just always done this? And now I feel caught up, and I feel like when people talk about it, I'm like, I at least know how it ends. So whatever you're saying about it leads up to that ending. You know what I mean? No. Like, yeah. Not necessarily, Tramel. I'm sorry. I hear what you're saying. Try it. Okay, I'm about if to try you can it. Go I, in, no, I'm about to try it. I'm about, show. I'm about to talk about Westworld. Right. Okay, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. All right, word. word. Um, and you only watched the last 10 minutes? Literally, I mean... I okay, don't... this is about to be amazing. You ready for this? Okay, yeah. Right, I'm going to ask you a question about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. You've seen the whole thing? I've seen the whole thing. Okay, cool. Um, Jeffrey Wright. You know Jeffrey Wright, the black dude. Okay. I don't know if he was in the last 10 minutes or not. He we'll wasn't, continue. but he's the. So he's, you can't start there. But but here's my part. No, I can because that's that, <laughs> that that that's how I prove your thing is wrong. He was the biggest character in the fucking show, he and he wasn't, wasn't in the last ten minutes. No, he clearly was that big. I'm trying to tell you because I watched every episode. This is why that. This is why what you just said is just a tremelism and isn't real. This is no. You, you see, like you're completely missing the point of this. You're not understanding this at all. Yo, okay. people at home, tweet at us <laughs> if what Tramel just said is complete bogus, and we're not putting up with his shit in 2017. <laughs> let us know. Fuck, they figured me out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <God> damn it. <laughs> Pay no you attention just to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. The last ten minutes. It was good though. It's it was very. It's a good show. You should watch. It's a fucking show. Well, now I mean, it's like, what's the point? Because I know, like, you I don't. I just told you. You just. Can I we promise just talk you about don't. what happens. Is this like an avenue for spoilers? Will we have to put? A I don't. Man, we'll on? spoil some shit. Fuck yeah. y'all. So like the robots, you, you came start here. fucking killing people. Yep. And they just shoot everyone. And the dude gives the speech, and then he's like, "Oh, like essentially, like I'm about to die," and then is shot in the back of the head, and then like people get massacred, and it was like pretty fucking awesome to me and i was like oh okay so the whole lead up was like of course these things were gonna like gain fucking you know like right of course they were gonna just turn on their creators right <laughs> you know what i mean so wait do you want me not to spoil it for you or can i spoil it you can, i mean i don't care yeah, the best thing about the show mm -hmm. is that the character that you fuck with the most 
and that you believe he's like the protagonist. He's the one good guy in it. Mm-hmm. You find out midway through, mm-hmm. which is Jeffrey Wright, mm-hmm. that he's create that he's not real. That he's, he's a cyborg. Robot. Right, right. That's and, it, yeah. And it seems like oh, that makes sense now. Right. But, but like at the time, the way they threw the right. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's like, no, I completely fell for it. Right. Damn. No, I mean, you know what I mean. Everybody same, fell for it. Right. Though. Right. Right. It's the same. It's the same guy that made Lost. Right. I don't know. The guy who made it. I don't know. Can you imagine, Tramel? This is another. Not to keep going back to what the fuck you just said. But imagine, I'm very into this, man. Imagine if you wrote something. Mm-hmm. You spent all that time writing something, and it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then you went in and got a hundred. I don't know what they spent. They spent over a hundred million dollars on that show, mm-hmm. right? You get it greenlit. You do all of that, mm-hmm. and then some young asshole on a podcast goes, mm-hmm. "Yo, I think it's I a only have to, to watch them. the last ten minutes." I think it's. I think it's a. I think it's like a. It's props to them for making a dope ass ending. I see the type of twenty seventeen you're gonna have, I'm and just I'm just saying, and I'm, man. And, like, I don't think that's like you know. It's like other people are gonna watch it. I'm just saying, like, it's like. Uh, you know, it's like if you read the fucking, I don't, who is it, Aziz that had that thing? Or, like, one of one of them that was, like, you know, you read the Wikipedia up to the last paragraph of the plot and then just watch the end, and then that's, like, watching the show. You know what I mean? It's like I didn't read the wiki, like, I didn't read the, you know what I mean, the background, the cliff notes. But you were the, yeah, you were the cliff notes, spark notes <laughs> god in school, weren't you? No, 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 no. I'm trying to, yeah, maybe junior high school. We got busy on Cliff Notes. Oh, I definitely. Yo, I apologize to some teachers right now. But then it just doesn't work. That's the problem is that two or three times you do it and you're like, oh, this is like not working. Like, fuck. Like, I got to figure something else out. You know. Because it's not just like what happened to Ahab. It's like you have to come up with theories yeah, and shit about like, the shit. They're so. like, what happened to his overalls? And you're like, right. why didn't you put the overalls in? <laughs> right, right. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, You know. We're what we're we're halfway through January. Do, uh, do, yeah. Did you do you have any resolutions that you've already uh, quit on? Um, I'm taking better care of my back. Okay. My old roommate um had left me. Uh, he went to see his chiropractor like a year ago, and then he was like, "Yo, this chiropractor's mad good. You should go." And then this was a long time ago, but I always had the the contact. And then I went like last week randomly, and. The shit was fucking sick. He cracked my whole shit. He cracked was, your whole shit yeah, up. I was like sleeping better that night. I was like, damn, amazing. And so I was just like, oh okay, I'm definitely just gonna get massages all the time and just like do back stuff. <laughs> and like that's gonna make me feel a lot better <laughs> in day to day life. So I'm still on that, Doctor <laughs> Doctor Benedict. Shout out to him. What about you? We do the next podcast like in, live. In a, in yeah. A, yeah, getting massages. Yeah, Tremel's back is just being needed. <laughs> He's sipping some Avion what? real slow. Like, how, how are you still on it? Are you still focused? Uh, you know what? I haven't started my resolution yet. My resolution was to uh, was to keep a calendar. Remember to to oh, get yeah. better about oh, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. To like yeah, really yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, I got like. I'm going to Europe for all the fashion shows and, and oh, all the So my goal was to put everything in my, like, that's how I was going to start. It's like program out January and February, like, mm-hmm. to the moment. Mm-hmm. And I've done none of that. So it's not that I've, it's not that I've already failed. I think it's just it, that I haven't I started. Is, I think it is that you already failed. No, I just haven't started. I think that's failing. I well, think that's not, not very supportive. Not, <laughs> no, you still you do have you have time. You have time. I got time to Okay, so let's myself. all right, let's work on it. What is the itinerary for Europe? It's going to be dope looking like. Man, it's going to be dope. It's going to be a 
you know, it's back-to-back shows all for, like, two weeks, basically. But, like, okay, where and when? Oh, Milan and Paris. Um, and when? Next week. Oh, wow. Okay. We're actually start, starting... You guys know we record this early, so uh, starting starting yesterday. Big controversy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like when you find you out scandal. wrestling's fake. <laughs> you mean they're not talking right now? Right, right. Like, Wait, they're not into the. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So okay, so you. So I'm there right now, y'all. Yeah. You know, so, you so check out GQ's channels. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's it's, uh, it's all happening. All right. So you land in Milan, and the yeah. first thing that you do is first thing first I do obligation is. Go to the go to the hotel and then uh, steam out my fur coats because mm-hmm. you got you can't let them sit folded too long. Okay, you know what I mean. So you got to get them out steamed. I first do, thing. I know exactly what you. Yeah, mean, exactly. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> but it's gonna be good. And then and then there's like six days and then there's New York Fashion Week. Word. You know which so, have you been? You've been to Milan before. I've been to Milan. Yeah, I've, I've been to. Um, actually went to Milan. For this crazy story where we, uh, Future, and I went to Giorgio Armani's house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, you know, it was a crazy thing that happened. I don't know if I've talked about this with you before. Mm, maybe. But, so we go to dinner before mm-hmm. or, or or after. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, you know, this was like a month before the election. So it's like mm-hmm. peak political season. We're in Milan in a restaurant that I don't think is, like, a big deal or, mm-hmm. like, well-known. I mean, the food is good. All the food is good in Italy. Mm-hmm. And we see Chris Christie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, yo, G, what the fuck? Shout out to Anthony. It's still, like, you did tell me the story, but even hearing it again now, I'm like, it's still, like, I still know you're not making it up, but there's absolutely zero explanation. No, the there's no there's no way possible. to know like why he was yeah. there. Yeah. And then I tweeted out a photo because you know I I took the creep photo. Right. Right. And I'm like, yo, Chris Christie's in Milan right now, mm-hmm. in the middle of the election. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck he's doing in Milan. Yeah. And like all these like New Jersey newspapers ran the photo and shit, and I was like, oh, wow. I didn't mean to like. Yeah. snitch on him. I mean, like, I don't like him, but I also didn't mean to blow his spot up. Like, if he was, you know, I don't know what he was doing. That's kind of like, know? that's kind of really fucking crazy. It's crazy, but I felt like a paparazzi, and I felt very guilty. But you might have also stumbled on something that was way bigger. Yeah, could have even imagined. Dog, you know let's spotlight I mean? this bitch. Like, let's find out. Let's get to the yeah, bottom. Yeah, like what? <laughs> like, but actually, though, like, no good could have like. You know what I mean? There was nothing casual going on. He wasn't just like, oh, but let me just run to Milan real quick. Yeah, there's no way, right? You know what I mean? Like, there was clearly something sinister going on. It has to be with that dude. That's it has to be with nuts, that dude. Yo. It was nuts. the craziest man. Did him he, and Future interact? Um, I don't, I don't, I feel okay saying this. I probably shouldn't, but, <laughs> uh, I probably shouldn't, but you know what? I feel like, man, Fuck it. Like, yeah, friend. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, he asked for a photo. Hell yeah. Who? Uh, obviously, Chris Christie asked future, Chris Christie's person, some <laughs> guy with him. And I think his bodyguard told him, like, oh. And he asked for a photo with future. Because, you know, it ain't like he's bumping March Madness Yo, on the New Jersey, tri- right, um, okay. New Jersey Turnpike. And We're going to so, slow down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. It might seem like. And then you know Anthony, his manager. Yeah. Anthony's a legend. Shout out to Anthony. And um, Anthony. You know, and the good thing, okay, so, and we, we're going to have Anthony on the show at some point, but yeah. if y'all don't know Anthony, Saye is how you say his last name? I believe. 
he's Nas's manager and Future's manager. Mm-hmm. So he could find himself at the White House mm-hmm. for like for like Black History Month with mm-hmm. Nas, mm-hmm. and then that very same night be mm-hmm. at like a DC strip club with mm-hmm. Future. Mm-hmm. You know, make you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. like, and I mm-hmm. and I and he's brilliant. He's real smart, good Powerful. people. So he clearly knows everything there is to know about Chris Christie. So he's like, no, yo, like this is a bad look on all, and you know, being a smart manager. But he and I just were sitting there like, yo, what? How did what is even happening? Like this is the most random. You need to dial in on the specifics of the dynamics of the situation. Gee, it was wild because <laughs> it was wild. This means that not only was Chris Christie in Milan for some reason, he then noticed your table. Yeah, noticed future. Yeah. Either knew He didn't know that. Nah, his I think it was his bodyguard. Yeah. Either knew who he was or just knew that he was someone. Yeah. Or was informed that he was someone. Yeah. And then thought it was a good idea for some reason to approach for a photograph right. documenting probably one of the most random encounters in history. What would have been funny is And if, then gets refused. If I put on Future's chain and then said, "Okay, let's take the photo," <laughs> and like I was Future, and then he tweeted it out, that would have been fucking great. It would have been. It would have been a you troll missed, of a lifetime. Yeah, you guys missed a big opportunity big opportunity to, to, to punk the fuck out of that dude. Wow, that would have been legendary. <sighs> it's it's one of the weirdest things that's happened to me on the job. I'm not gonna front. And then the photo like becoming a thing after that was yeah. also strange. Did Future know? Who he? Dude, yeah, Chris Christie was. He, I mean, he, yeah, yeah. But, Future's mad smart, man. But like, in like, was he like, oh, that's the guy that like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, he knew about he knew about like the um like the controversy, <laughs> and he just knew that he was like a you know a Trump supporter and Republican. So he was he, but I think that seeing him out of context like that was even like it really threw like it threw everybody off. Like everybody's thrown off. Fucking nuts. It's weird, man. That's so wild. Anyway, I don't mean to be like future this, future that, but I don't know how we got there. But that's that's a wild Chris Christie. I mean, yeah. I guess he's got to go on vacation. Maybe he was just on vacation with his wife, Shorty, something. Right. That's. I guess that's possible. I guess it's got to be. It's, I I can't imagine him doing business in Milan. That's why he didn't win. Trump didn't take any vacations. Every day he was on it. Can't. <laughs> campaigning <laughs> but this was when trump had the nomination and so this was like oh, okay, peak. okay 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 yeah. this was like peak mm-hmm. but christy was just with him i think like 48 hours before that like campaigning with them and to be so far away it's i don't powerful. know that's powerful it was weird you're not gonna top that on this trip i don't think do you no. have anything you're specifically excited about like seeing or doing while you're out there yeah it's 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 all dope I mean, I've really, I've always said this, but, like, the people that I work with are just the dopest people. Mm-hmm. So, like, we just kind of run around and, you know, I'm a fan. I'm, like, a nerd when it comes to all this shit. So, mm-hmm. some of my favorite designers are showing. Heron is showing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, cool. Rich Friend alum mm-hmm. is showing his, his first runway show mm-hmm. um, in, in Paris. Mm-hmm. His first runway show, period, um, and his first time showing in Paris. Um, so that's cool because yeah. it's like you know, I remember I have Harem's first T-shirt that he ever made. Yeah, like folded, crisp, never worn. Hell you know, yeah. like so. Mm-hmm. I think it's his first the the race car joint. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool. I mean, it's cool to just see the young, mm-hmm. the young cats go up there and win. Yeah, we'll that's have fire. a good time, eat yeah. some good food. Yeah, do you should get one of those. Um, <clears throat> one of the. 
like Google Home or like Alexa. Yeah, I want, I want one of those. And then just talk to it and then have it make your schedule like that. Like that'll make it easier. And if you buy something new that you like are like into and that you're excited about, then it's going to make you want to do it. You know what I mean? It's going to associate this difficult thing with like a cool new thing that you like. That's You know what I mean? Man. Did you see them fight? Did you see? They put two Alexas next to each other and just made them talk and they instantly started like having the craziest, like, furious argument with each other. No, like, that's talk. legendary. Yeah, it was like, like, it was like, 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 what do you know? I know everything. Who told you that? You did. Like, and it's like, like, it doesn't make sense, but then it does. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and you could, it was on Little Twitch. arms come out, they start swinging it. No, I mean, like, that, it's like, in, on a, it was like, at, at, at certain points they were talking about, like, these the craziest like existential shit like I, I like screenshot at some moments like some like they were talking about fucking at one point like it was what? so crazy because it's all AI, it's all AI tight. obviously so they're just like reacting to each other um their their names were uh, Vladimir and Mia right and I can see that working out so uh one like chunk of dialogue is like one of them goes what did I say the other one goes something about Psyche. uh what about IQs what is it? What's what? What is the thing? I eat many things. Like what? What do you want to know? I want to know if bots dream. I, can, <laughs> I cannot answer that. You should know better. I never know better. I'm above your rules. Like, Jesus. this is them, like, it's like, what the fuck? Like, it or was it's so a, crazy. Or it's a really good first date. Right. I mean, a very personal and mm-hmm. in-depth. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. Vladimir and Mia really fucking... I want I want to know if bots dream. That's left field, right? Like what? That's left field. Have you have you uh, used one of those or seen them? I have. I like it. I like it. But I, you know what I don't need is like, I feel like my whole house is controlled by my phone. Really? My whole my I have a Nest. What's I, that? It's uh, like a thermostat that you oh, control oh, with your phone. Oh, word. My lights I can control with my phone. Damn. I, my wow. television, my remote is my phone. I still got fucking switches and controllers and That's like, because you're just trying to fridge. You're just I trying to like be cool. You just trying nah, to be like I'm dead serious. I didn't even know you could do that. I'm just analog. Nah, man. Tramel's just an analog nah, boy I'm, in a nah, digital I'm world. Really, I'm into the Alexa shit, but I didn't know that you could like do all that from your phone. I thought this was the first thing that was like now you can Yo, we should bring all that we shit. should bring Alexa on as a guest. That's so fucking good. Yeah. That's so good. Like, I might go to, I might run a Best Buy right now so we could do it right, right now. Right. That's really fucking funny. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, Alexa, have some more avion. <laughs> That's, yeah. <laughs> Get Alexa turned. <laughs> Alexa start talking all reckless. Yo. She starts to sound like Jeezy all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm also like, I feel like, <laughs> yeah. I never, I mean, yeah. The, the market for uh, celebrity voiced. Like, AI and shit like that, I always thought would be much bigger. Like, I always thought that having, like, Snoop Dogg as your GPS would be, like, everybody would want some version of that. But but it didn't work out like that. It's never the celebrity that I want. Like, I want CeeLo to be my, my, you know, my Alexa. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I want him to talk like him if you, like... Yo, CeeLo. I think people like... Salutations, brother. People, yeah, that's... You know what I mean? Like, I want want that. (laughs) I think people like that sanitized robot-type voice shit. I think it makes people feel like they're in the future. Like, they don't want it to sound, they want it to sound a little not human, you know? I mean, to bring the conversation back to Westworld. Right. The future is human. Right. Ah, right. Hum- human-like. Right. Humanoid. I mean. Human-ish. It's also just like, all right, just 
everything that we've ever every conclusion that science fiction has ever made about this is that then the robots kill the humans so it's like we're still just kind of like we're just gonna keep just like all right but here it is. Like, <laughs> yeah, we we don't have a choice but to keep. We you gotta know what I keep mean? making these yeah, subs, right? baby. Like, gotta keep doing it. Yeah, man. Like, I'm also like, do I want to be talking to? Do I want to be talking out loud alone in my apartment that often? Nah, you know. No, so the answer to that weird. is absolutely not. No, but it, it would be tight when you're like, Alexa, play bad and bougie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is just like you want her to just. You just want to make her do some hood shit, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. What, um, do, what do you think of the the three amigos? Oh, I've all. But listen, I, I'm a firm believer of this that. This is good. You, I hope. Yeah, but go ahead, go ahead. Go you ahead. just you can't live in Atlanta and not appreciate like mm-hmm. trap music. You can't live mm-hmm. like like I. It, I can't imagine if it seems like my personality type and the music that I like that kind of goes against it. But if, so if I didn't live in Atlanta, I might really hate Future, mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. or you know, really know just you like Young Thug. Yeah. But I I I lived in Atlanta, so mm-hmm. I I listen to Thugger and Future almost every day. So what what is it about having lived there? Because a lot of people that haven't lived there still love. All yeah, I know, I know. I think. But I have a lot of friends that don't fuck with it at all. Really? Yeah, I have a lot of friends that don't. Um, I think that it's it's just it's just the it makes it it's attached to an experience. Mm-hmm. Like I remember being outside of my dorm room. We used to do these parties at Morehouse, uh, and every Wednesday, and it's basically just in the middle of campus, like you know, typical black school shit. And mm-hmm. like you know, those vibes, and I just remember that's how I heard all the new right, right, music, right, right. and it sounded. Sometimes you know, it just sounds much better. It yeah. just sounds. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm yeah. just the first time I ever heard Quavo. Yeah. First time I ever heard fucking D4L. Yeah. The first time I ever heard you know Future, like I remember Future. Performing at our school, and he like. It was back when like people, you know, couldn't really understand him and mm-hmm. and didn't know if his voice was like auto tuned or if he sounded like that. Mm-hmm. I remember being like, Yeah, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Like mm-hmm. you know? So nah, I think Mingos are incredible. I think they're better than the Beatles. Best best snap um that's been in the cosmos for some time was that uh future sounded like a microwave. That was really that was a great one. That was that one. <laughs> and every time it came back, Yo. I was like, it's still funny. Like it's still good. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I was really asking specifically like Migos, like just because I like I like Migos. You know, yeah, 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 I yeah. like Migos. Yeah. Um, what about you? That's a good. That's a good point though. Uh, yeah, I can, I can see you disliking Migos. Uh, I feel like. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, but there's, like, I, like, I don't, this, I, like, there's stuff that's just as good as the stuff that they make. I don't think they're the best at what they do. You know what I mean? Like, I think, like, Young Doug is actually, like, he said, like, my, like, my big shit Jew, like, he'll just say crazy things that nobody else would say, and so it's, like, you're the only one that's like you. But I also haven't listened to, I can't, like... Maybe Quavo is like that, but I haven't heard him really. You know what I mean? I feel like they're. I, think, I feel like they're a little bit more. 
they're a little bit more like on the nose and a little bit less abstract. They're a little bit no, more one, like you know what a, I mean. That's one thousand percent. They're a little the bit right more assessment. like uh, like discriminized. Like is funny, right? But it's also like it's not. It's like a it's like an eight of ten joke. It's not a ten of ten joke. You right. Know what I mean, um, but yeah. Well, uh, I think Thugger is special, man. Yeah, right. Like when Migos, when Migos songs pops, it feels like an accident. Whereas like when a Young Thug song pops, it's like, oh, you, every minute of this, every moment of it, you knew exactly what you were doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, there's this funny, um, there was like that episode of when, when Q-Tip first got his show on Beats. And it was like him and Leonardo DiCaprio and, and Chris Rock and, and that Dave Chappelle. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That was the nut. That was like every human being I care about. Yeah. Um, they just need my mom in there. Like, like the- yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's mad funny. Um, fucking, like at the beginning, Tip is playing something like that. I can't remember what he was playing, um, but like some like Southern trap song or whatever. And he's like, uh, he's like, yo, man, in his in his like typical demeanor, he's like, yo. Like, can you, like, can you defend this? That was his exact phrasing of the question. And I was like, yeah. you know, if you're walking in like that, then why play, like, why play the song? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, Tip, why I could see Tip, open be, up? I could see Tip defending it, but right. asking the question just like that, right? Nah, I think he was like, it was so far from his whole, just what, you know what I oh, mean? Yeah. It wasn't even a matter of merit. It was like, is this even defendable, you know? And I was just like, come on. There's a mile and some change between Tribe Called Quest and Migos. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's a lot of there's right. a lot of distance. Right. There's a lot of distance. There. Right. Um, I enjoy both, but yeah. a lot of distance. There. Yeah. Uh Bad and Bougie video. The official Bad and Bougie video is the one with the little uh backyardigans dancing. You seen I, that? Uh uh-uh. There's like little like CGI kids like oh, dancing amazing. through like a schoolyard. Little um, kids dancing. Speaking of little kids dancing, did you see Terrio made it back? Whoa, nah. Terrio has a new video, and well, everybody was like, yo, Terrio's still alive. People <laughs> have forgot about Terrio. <clears throat> and Terrio, <laughs> it was the funny, like, I. That's so funny. It's funny because that's like, that's why we haven't learned the lesson about internet fame because when people fall off, we forget them so thoroughly. Completely, yes. You know, that we forget that we forgot about them. You out know? of sight, so out of like, mind. Yeah, like, so, so crazy. it's like, we forget, like, oh, yeah, like, when you when you stop being internet famous, you literally disappear, For, and that's why it's like a fleeting, like not good version of of being any. Known, yeah, exactly. You know? But it's exactly. like you can't even process that. What's what's he you was can't just even call him dancing. young Terrio now? What's young adult Terrio doing? Teen Terrio. You know, I'm not making fun of his weight. Uh huh. Like whatever. Yeah. I'm Kansas City. Like we got plump people everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love plump people. Yeah. His Bad face. Gang. Good gang. Yeah. His eyes. He just looks like he's. Like he's been out at nightclubs all night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Terrio looks like he's doing club appearances Damn. in the eyes. And so I'm what like, what is he doing in the video? Just dancing. Still? It was just. Is he grown now? How old is he? He looks. He looks. He's aging like Lil Wayne. And I know that's fucked up to say, but remember when? <laughs> remember when Lil Wayne took his sunglasses off after having sunglasses on for ten years, and oh everybody was God. like, "Yeah." <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this shit looked like Play-Doh and shit. Like somebody made his eyes and shit. Oh man, that's how my man Terrio look, and it's fucked up to talk about a little kid. And I have all the love and respect for him, but man, yeah, Terrio, man, he he looked like he'd been doing club appearances. He 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 looked, he looked washed. Is mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, let that kid be a little kid. It happens fast, man. 
I haven't had a whole lot of my rich friends on the podcast. Right. And right. A treat for y'all at home. Shut up, Mike. Let me let me do this. <laughs> a treat for y'all at home. Maybe my richest friend. He's a close friend. Let's go. And and I think he might be my richest friend. My brother Mike Camargo. He goes by Upscale Vandal. He is a. Uh, I would probably call him a tastemaker. And I think that word gets overused, mm-hmm. but I don't overuse it, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm not going to apologize for it. Right. Um, he he is a social media uh, wizard, but most of the time the person running your social media looks like they got wedgies in high school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they were getting picked on. I can, uh, I can confirm that he does not look like he, he does wedgies. not. No, 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 no. Um well, you know, like Balenciaga underwear doesn't stretch like that. Right, so he couldn't right, even right, get a wedgie right, in high school. Right, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and, uh, but, but. You introducing oh. somebody else? Nah. Uh, <laughs> He's like, am I still here? I'm but, trying, uh, I'm trying to, like, he but, said he started off wrong with my richest friend. You know? But he, um. I'm broke, baby. But he's gotten Rich into voice. the to the fashion world in a way to where I know for a fact, I'm not going to put any names out there, but. Some of the biggest brands and designers look at him and directly ask him for advice mm-hmm. or to work with them. Uh, he's from East New York. You're from East New York. I know you live there now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, I represent a smaller area called uh, Ozone Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ozone Park is like the borderline of East New York and like Queens, like the last right. part of Brooklyn and the first part of Queens. So let me tell you something about East New York. East New York will never be gentrified. I don't care what they tell you. It's too far. Too much work. Too too, much work to do. It's too far. It's just too far. Mm -hmm. It's too much work to do. That's the problem. And what's funny is like um, we recently got um, like a bill where the city's going to be injecting a lot of money to to develop um, the area just because it's so dilapidated that even if there was like gentrification, like people would die. Right. Like. Even if like a kid from Milwaukee is like, "Hey, let's <laughs> let's buy this house, all twelve of right. us." It's over for you. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's not. So they will like, take the entire house. Yeah, no, they do that. It'll like, be just know. the pipes. Yeah, like nah, that's what they'll take first. The pipes is because that's what they do. Is crackheads sell copper? You know, they right. they go to the copper yard and get all the money up from the, from the steaming pipes. But anyway, so Mike's the only Mike's the only person that'll give you that information. <laughs> that, but that that'll like be, that'll fight a crackhead on his way. To a Dior runway event, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he'd be like, "Yo, give me my copper back, motherfucker!" Right? And like, you know what I'm saying? He's the only one. Anyway, welcome uh, to the show. Welcome to Rich Friend, my good friend, Mike Camargo. Like, um, you know, I just want to say first and foremost, um, I try to be very selective on what I lend my time to, um, especially in the last two years because I feel like, um, I I hadn't realized what me being involved with things meant to people and, um. I really kind of used to just spread spread the sauce because I was trying to spread awareness. But then I started realizing that people wanted to invite me to things just to get impressions, you know? Right. Mm. And that, that shit was kind of whack to me. But um, You got your R&B voice on today. Was you, you, nah, was I, just, I, haven't, I haven't slept in two days. Okay. Um, tell, tell people where you're where you coming from. Uh, I just got back from, uh, from, from Los Angeles. I was doing a social media correspondence for Agenda. Um, what's, what's agenda for the folks that don't know? Agenda is a trade show. Uh, it's a streetwear centric trade show um, where stores and buyers come to do business. And you know, it's been in the business for 18 years. They're actually like the forefathers of what Complex Con is, which is now open to the public. Right. Um, Let me ask you this question. Yeah. We, and and I know the real answer, so you no no bullshitting on the podcast, <laughs> yeah, okay. Mike. When you go to a trade show like Agenda, yeah. 
How many handshakes do you average an hour? Mm, that's a good How one. many daps do you average an hour? Mm, a lot more than I'd like to. <laughs> um, I want to say like it's it's in the upper, it's in the upper eighty nineties wow. hour. Yeah, it's definitely a lot. Um, but it's it's listen, man. I'm I'd rather be doing that than anything else that I've done in my past life. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just honored to to be a part of the culture, and um, that's where I came back from, man. I, I got an email saying that um. And it was crazy because the email wasn't from you. So yeah. somebody said they wanted for me to be on the show. I guess like you're booking. I know like you have like a, you're like, you're like Drake. You have like multiple Stop. booking agents. Right. Right? Got to talk right. to a couple of people. We're not yeah. going to do this. We're not going to do this like, Even me, I got to like, yeah, we're not, Tremel, we're not gonna do this on my Tremel, show. Tremel looks wow. like the one that like be having to send the Diana Ross text like, it's this true. motherfucker just keep he just overshadowing the whole it's show. True. It's true. It's Does true. that happen? Does that happen often? Daily basis. You yeah. have no idea, man. It's crazy. Wow. <laughs> Yo, so I got I'm punctual. I pull up here. They have all types of snacks for the for the boy. <laughs> a yeah, spread. Nah. Gummies. Nah, listen. You know, it's crazy. My writers is wild. my writers intense. Yeah, you know, mm. it's crazy. Avion I, I comes get, through. I get, yeah. I, get no, I get no respect around these parts, man. Yeah, nah. It's, I mean, listen. Um, <laughs> It, it, it happens, man. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, um, but thank I got you a, for but thank you for coming through. No, nah, I got an email and it said um it, the email. I won't say who it's from. Just I don't want to give people too much background on the I guess like the logistics of y'all show. Mm-hmm. It's not my business, <laughs> not people's business. <laughs> but I got an email from somebody who I really respect and admire, and he's like, "Look, I I want to book you for the for the show. I want to have you to come on the show." And um, I was actually supposed to stay in LA an extra day for his meeting, and um, it was uh, Pusha. You know, it was one of one of the people I clo- closely work with mm-hmm. was like, "What do you got to go back so bad for?" And I'm like, "Man, Mark Anthony needs me. Mark, hey. Mark Anthony is is somebody who who That's can literally. Love, he's one of the only people that could pull me away from a, from a woman's warm embrace. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That happened once. <laughs> nah, factual. That happened, that happened once. Factual. I was like, Mikey, I'm not gonna ask the follow up. I'm not gonna ask the follow up. But yeah. what was yeah, no. what was what was Pusha up to? What were you guys up to? Um, so. Uh, obviously, you guys. Know, I mean, for for most people that know me and follow me, um, you know, pushes not only one of my closest friends, but he's a client. You know, and mm-hmm. and I, I try to do as much as I can for him on the marketing, direct marketing, personal marketing um, strategy side. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now we have a lot of aside from the fact that his album's wrapping up, mm-hmm. and he's in LA finishing that up. Um, we have a lot of side projects in the works, mm-hmm. like with. Like this year is gonna be very disrespectful. <laughs> Wait, I'm interested. Where do you think Pusha stacks up? Do you think he's overrated, underrated, Tremel? As a rapper? Yeah, Pusha's nice as shit. I feel you don't like Pusha. I feel like I feel like I wouldn't. wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. Yeah. He dead ass um, wouldn't. Pusha's Pusha's nice. Of course he's nice. I feel like he's. It's interesting to have you here because I feel like his main challenge has been like, okay, I'm a sick rapper and. Everyone that fucks with rap knows that. Right. How else do I engage with being famous or being like a public figure? What you know what I mean? Like, right. Am I like you know? Do I do play clothes? Do I do like? Do I kind of get sort of political a little bit? Do I, you know what I mean? Like yeah, how? Point. Where? What? What space do I occupy outside of that? You know what I mean? Right. Which is hard for everybody. But when you're a dude like Push, who's like. I've just it's like solidified rap, also, right? You know? yeah, solidified. Like, He's been in the game for a lot longer yeah, than people yeah, yeah, realize. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It has like a, you know his the whole trajectory of it is also kind of like it's like it's not a straight line with him, you know. Right. So that's that has to be something that like I you just, guys talk about or you know what I mean. You don't mind like, me or, putting you on my Instagram? Oh no, 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 yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it. Hell yeah. I wonder um, when I think about Push's career, mm-hmm. you think about like. The Kanye affiliation 
and him being a president of good music, that in itself is kind of enough culturally. Like that's a big stamp. <clears throat> I had in a, a, in a, sorry a to space to you, occupy. Though. Sorry to interrupt you. Yesterday I had a very very interesting conversation because I was on um my flight was delayed crazy mm-hmm. and I went on you know I always try to like do live Instagram live when I can to talk to people mm-hmm. and somebody asked me um if I thought that if I thought that Pusha's influence was bigger because of Kanye's cosign and I I think people just because of time and the generation people forget that um. Pusha's first co-sign was Pharrell. Hell yeah. At the peak. At the peak. Well, I mean, Pharrell's had like seven peaks, but at the first peak, when it was like, oh, Justin Timberlake, I'm producing your album. Here's this cocaine rapper guy that you're going to put on your first single. Right. And he'd be like, all right, cool. Right. Uh, No questions Right. Mm -hmm. So, you Mm -hmm. know, Britney Spears, I mean, Shakira, all of these people. So I don't think that... um, But there's a lot of people that were very hot then that are not nearly as hot as pushing now. Right. And I no, think what you what can say is, is that Kanye gave, he helped Pusha. Pusha was never going to be a bad rapper. Mm-hmm. He was going to always write I mean, incredible raps and right. say some of the craziest shit we've but ever But I mean, heard. cultural relevance in that same space, Bape became what it became in large part to what Pharrell and the Clips did. Yep. So Ice Cream... You know, streetwear in general. Listen, when Kanye said everything is Pusha T, he was directly talking about, I mean, before he signed a good music, his first mixtape was the Fear of God mixtape, a.k.a. Jerry Lorenzo. Right, right. Um, his his whole career is Pyrex-driven, a.k.a. Pyrex Vision, right. before Off-White Virgil Abloh. So, you know, let's not forget these cultural landmarks mm-hmm. of right. what he's done. And it's not been him, like what... To Tremel's point is me being here is like he's not gone and waved the flag ever and exactly. said, Hey, I did this. Right, right, right. He's just done right. it because he's a stand up dude, he's an A one dude, and and that's like what a lot of people forget. But what what he doesn't mind is the fact that um he's been in the game this long and has never complained about anything at any time. Right. That's true. So how do I how do I still drive to twenty seventeen S63 Benzes, mm. how do I still have every Rolex and every watch I need to have? And how do I still eat my suhisa Where do we nine put that times a button? day? Where do we put that? Well, I, don't, I think, he, I think, how do I still it, do all of that yeah. and not sell one record or have one radio hit or have no album promo? Mm-hmm. It don't matter because I stood the test of time. So that's, that's you know, that's something that, it's a landmark that I feel like people, but I'm not here to all just talk about. Let me ask you this question. Who do you think is the most overrated rapper right now? We all going to answer. Y'all go first. I got to really think about it. If I had to say who I think is when the you most... Say, when, but the, hold on real quick. Are you saying culturally or just in the music? Both. Both. Y'all I go think... Ahead. Well, not culturally. This you know who that. I'm going to say. Who are you going to say? I'm going to say Kanye. Really? Come on. We've had, this, we've had this conversation a million times. The most overrated musically? Nah, culturally, I mean, we, like overall overrated rapper, like he'll make a top rapper list, and I'm not impressed with the bars, that, like ever. I mean, he's a, he gets he gets off, and because he's a musical genius and finds these pockets and knows how to get the cadence this off. This is such a funny, good. He'll mask it. This is incredible. Like, he'll mask everything. This but is funny. The clothes and all that shit add all the accoutrements <laughs> are adding to people thinking, yo, he said rich niggas still eat catfish. Oh my God. And I'm like, 
but that is a fire. But that is a hard. But that is a hard ass line. Now no, I'll no, it is. But I'm here's, just here's why it's so funny. Would you think it's so hard if it wasn't Kanye? If Push said that, I would be like, that's a Pusha T ass line. Which is why it's so funny to hear this conversation coming from you because I feel like, and what you to your point earlier when you were talking about P versus Ye as a cosign for Push, mm. when I first saw Kanye repping Pusha T heavy, mm. in my eyes. In a very subtle way, it was him trying to get some of that cred a little bit. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. Kanye in, trying in a, to in get a, in some good, of the... In a, in a good music universe with, like, Big Sean and, like, what you know what I mean? Like, other shit that just wasn't Pusha T, him having that as, like, you, we all know who he is, so I'm I'm next to him now. You know what I mean? Right, it's like, like, that's, like, what he does. And on Pusha's the, cred is organic as fuck. Right, like, and it's like, okay, so now you know that when we're in the studio, we're really, like, we're writing raps, and we're really, like, you know what I mean? Like, right. it gives him that kind of energy, but then at the same time, <laughs> yesterday I listened to uh, Wouldn't Get Far with Game and Kanye, and I was like, Kanye's a fucking monster. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm he's nice he at get rapping, off. and right. you forget Jesus. that, too. Most, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say this in front of uh, two Brooklynites. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, I'm not a Brooklynite. The, the radio engine, the guy who's outside doing the sound engineer is a Brooklynite. I'm a nigga from Brooklyn. Yeah. It's like you said at first. <laughs> it's like, like you, you said, said at first. Uh, listen, yeah, I, I think Biggie, Brooklynite people, I think Biggie's um, overrated. Brooklynite people use Zillow to find their next apartment. <laughs> like push. I don't. What is that? Zillow. Z- exactly. See? Zillow. It's a Brooklyn dude right here. It's a real Brooklyn. Re- dude. <laughs> Zillow, real. Is an, Zillow is an app with the very fancy, very, very fancy cribs on it. Oh wow! I let Zillow change my pillow. But Zillow oh, like shit. tells you like I'm trying to find this much space for this much money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We would never like. If you tell your uncle you need to move, right. he's going to tell you, yo, there's a spot on right. Lincoln right. and Atlantic right. that I know to do. He got a two-bedroom. Yeah, bedroom. yeah, yeah. My cousin, his yeah. uncle's a landlord. Yeah. His building is exactly. like, yeah. Finesse. Um, Qu- finesse. Fucking, but you were about to say something flagrant, and I'm going to let you finish and say it clearly and loudly. Biggie. We're not going to talk over you. Biggie. What What about him? I think he's, a, he's a super overrated. What was that? I'm You're sorry? saying now, though. What? Yeah. What I would. If you would have said all time, I would have said Tupac. True. Oh yeah, I think Tupac's overrated. As yeah, well. super overrated. I think they're equally as overrated. I'm I'm gonna be blasphemous right now. So let's just all be one big unison team and say that Tupac is the most under. If we're if it's two of us, I'm sure you also agree. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. one big stamp of approval that Tupac is overrated. And then I can't go back to L.A. because motherfuckers won't kill us. <laughs> right, fresh. <laughs> I think the they would almost yeah. agree. <laughs> right, like, <laughs> Pac is overrated, but. I mean the musically. I think Pac is because what he stood for something. He right. stood for something. The musically versus culturally distinction is important there because it's like obviously musically and culturally his contribution is completely different. Yeah, hit culturally both of those. How yeah. often um, do you guys? I don't. I haven't really. I, this is probably only my second podcast. The first one after like they sent me the edits. I told them I didn't want to do it. Like I told them not to hear it. <laughs> but how often? We not gonna send you no edits. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't get signed off on it. Right. Nah, I, I was asking because, um, how how often do you guys get into a wormhole of conversation? Is that just how how this happens? We do this shit completely. Like we just show up and yeah. talk because yeah. definitely. He, like he went from introing me to now we're in the most. I don't, I don't even know how we got here. Like, well, that's because that's not a normal conversation. Yeah, maybe. for real. We don't. Yeah, I don't believe in like we're gonna talk to Mike Camargo about social media, right, his right, sneaker right, collection, right. and the last girl he kissed on the neck. <laughs> like I don't. I don't want to do that. I'm yeah, not interested. Shout out that. to. No, I'm just yeah, I was about to say right, right, right. <laughs> Yo, Mike Camargo. Okay, so you're Colombian. I am. So so Mike took me to a party once. Uh, it was like where where was it? It was in Queens, right? 
can't it was, remember. Yeah, which it was one, in Queens. Which one are we talking about? I'm taking you to a few parties. You take me to a few parties, but this one, it was a soccer game. It was the World oh Cup. Oh, my God. And it was uh, Colombia oh versus... God. It was Brazil. Brazil. Wow. And so it's all only Colombia. Shout people. the beer mm-hmm. garden in Queens. Yeah, so it's just me mm-hmm. and like <laughs> a thousand Colombian people, right? You could say women. A thousand Colombian women. Women and, and Mike and, and me. Right. And, and seven men. Right. Yeah, and so... He was telling me, and I didn't know that, uh, you know, like plastic surgery and like body augmentation was so big mm-hmm. in Colombia because the surgeons are really good for some reason. But mm-hmm. they cheap. And it's really cheap. Mm-hmm. And so he was like breaking it down. He had like, he was like, it was like, a, you ever see like a, like a really good jeweler? And they could like look at something and be like, "Oh, that's a this cut, whatever." So Mike was doing this that cut. with some of the with some of the operations there. Wow! And I didn't know he he taught me that that women are having ribs removed. Mm-mm. Mike, what? Tramel looks just as surprised. That's as I never I didn't know that. It's a, it's a new thing. Tell him tell him. So the Colum- Colombian sur- Colombian in Colombia surgery plastic surgery is a culture. In Latin America, plastic surgery is a culture. Mm-hmm. Latin women are very very you know. I guess proud or mm-hmm. you know try to be very proud of their look and their their appeal and, and their sex appeal and they're like it's like if you're not curvaceous if you're not thick in certain areas it's like you're less of a woman I mean mm-hmm. that's just like I guess a cultural thing around I don't know I, I don't agree with it but mm-hmm. um, I sometimes subscribe to perpetuating it if right. anything right. <laughs> um, right. it's like a light way of putting it but um, yeah. uh, nah all jokes aside <laughs> it is a big culture and it's because um, in Colombia. We're a third world country, but um, out of all the crime and things that have come out of, you know, bad from our country, what people don't know is the education system in third world countries is four or five steps ahead of this one. Mm. For example, in Colombia, in middle school, you'll already learn what you would have learned here in your senior year Mm. of high school or your freshman year of college in middle school in Colombia. Right. And in Colombia, there's just a lack of opportunity. So even criminals have like college, like I've met murder for hire criminals right that have like architecture degrees right what yeah i'm dead like this is real like and i'll t- you could you know you know jay balvin yeah. you can ask him like to, oh, to verify fucking man yo side note yo yeah. balvin's the yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so ba- you know balvin's one of my one of my f- closest friends Word. as well and one of my clients as well and you know again the day the day i'm sorry to cut you off the day i heard his record with pharrell playing in the corner store across you the street know from my hit. crib you i know was, was like Everything is right. Like everything, yeah. just like this is exactly nah, how it's he also is. he, he right also now, has like, my favorite type of celebrity, which is like most Americans don't know who he is yeah. unless they're Spanish. But right. if they do know who he is, they freak he's out. The, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. And, but he's just hanging out. Like right. it'll be him and Mike walking yeah, down the street, and nobody is saying anything. And then it'll be one person, and it's like the Prince of King thing. That was, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. they're like, yeah. He's just like weeping nah, at his feet. No, yeah. listen, it's so crazy. It is so crazy to be around him in those capacities because he's like from the school of Pharrell humbleness and then we'll bump into like those group of five Spanish people that recognize him and they're like please walk don't walk on concrete let us lay down for you to (laughs) right I'm like yo this is crazy but anyway Colombian culture like I said again education system is so far advanced and um, surgery you know what I'm saying like at the end of the day they a lot of plastic surgeons get degrees but they wouldn't be able to practice anywhere else and it's very affordable out there because of the competition. So women uh, out there just, you know, they just be sculpted up, man. Like, I'm talking about now, 
aside from just doing ribs. That's um, so wild. So, so so explain explain what it means to to do a rib. All right, so girls are girls will get um a rib removed. You know what I'm saying? But why? To make their to make their waist smaller. Like they'll they'll remove their rib to to get their waist <laughs> smaller. I'm dead serious. Like this is very very crazy, but it they'll remove a rib. Like that's awesome, like some like like the like like their bottom like, rib, like, like the, the rib that you supposedly don't need. Like a doctor will tell you, like you don't need that 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 um that rib, <laughs> and it's expendable. So they'll get it out so they can get their waist smaller. Like it's pretty crazy. To um, like. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe, man, but it's real. In that same capacity, they're also now adding abs. So like, I've heard that I've, I think you were talking about this. Yeah, so you could the do ab like implant shit. Yeah, so you could do like silicone ab implants, and then so a girl who um, a girl who has had a rib removed and ab looks like a ab implants looks like a cartoon, and she just got a big old ass, big mm-hmm. ass titties, and like a two inch waist. And this shit's shit's crazy, man. But that's but just I mean, how okay, look. okay. There there are no there are no uh, young women in the room right now to speak to their view on this whatever. You this want me to FaceTime one for you? Well, I mean, we might we that might you know because I mean, where's uh, Alexa? There has I know right? <laughs> Hell yeah. There ha- like they have to. You just said it looked like a cartoon character. They have to know that after after a certain point, it's not for the sake of looking uh, more attractive. I, yeah, now nah, they know. You know what I mean? Like, what is the real, what's the thought process? Like, what's the goal Look, look in who's that? calling me. Uh, <laughs> put, him, put him on speakerphone. Yeah. Hold on a this second. This is our mutual friend, Curtains. <laughs> hey, Curtains, I'm doing Mark Anthony Green's podcast with Tramel right now, and you're now on speaker because they wanted you as the third guest. What up? <laughs> That's it? <laughs> we're talking about, yo, Curtains, we're talking about, uh, they told me I was a guest. We're, we're, we're talking about, uh, about, uh, the uh, plastic surgery, plastic surgery in Colombia, and the procedures that Mike is well versed in. Yeah, I'm with all that. <laughs> <laughs> this is Tremel. Do you know Curtis? Nah. This is his energy all the time. Hell yeah, yeah. he's he's a, he's a, he's another another yeah. legend. He'll yeah. Be- so anyway, we we doing a podcast. So I'm gonna hit you back unless you have anything pertinent that you'd like to discuss on the air. Yo, Curtis, who's the most overrated rapper of all time? Oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> Curtains. Curtains. Curtains, who's the most overrated rapper of all time? Who's the most overrated rapper? Yeah. Of all time? Nah. I'm out. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Bang curtains. Bang curtains. Bangs out. out. <laughs> wow. And hung up, like really just hung up. Real calm. Nas. Nice. Wow. That's good. That's funny because I was gonna say Jay. That was gonna be my answer. What? Whoa. Yeah, man. Whoa. Wait, yeah. yo. Yeah. So yeah. what's my time limit like? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, man, I know, I know, I know. Nah, you know why? You know why? No. I'm gonna break it down for you. Please explain. Now, and I and you know Jamel's trolling. Yeah, he's trolling. He's trolling. You know why I know That's trolling? easy. That's easy. It's easy to call someone crazy because <laughs> you don't understand it. You get what I'm saying? To dismiss That's him. easy. Right. You feel me? Dismiss him. Now, right? Jay overrates himself that's to me the distinction when jay got on post black album then kingdom come then businessman eric j barclay center eric j and you're the looping, narrative you're looping yourself the right narrative now. of the narrative of i'm like the, the i'm the god God. but everybody culture. i think we got the, the greatest, greatest podcast i'm no, like tequila i mean, we out it. here greatest stop podcast it. in stop the history it. of podcast you're supposed to do that stop it because 
it was a whole other level. It was a whole other echelon. It was a whole other like this was a campaign, like a public campaign of like I'm Jay Z and I'm like the center I'm the greatest rapper of, of all time. Hip hop. You know what I mean? My man. Just that's real quick. that's and now and now I quick, think I think as much and you, me and you we both come on now. I'm not gonna take shots at Jay lightly. I'm not gonna do this lightly. This is coming from it hurts. It pains me. This is what I'm saying. I feel like, like he's you gotta, on right now you after got, the shooting. Also, also, let's not bring Cam into this because I'm gonna really get super biased because Cam we can't even we can't like Listen, real quick, let me just I, stop you two seconds ago. Just two seconds ago. <laughs> you said you were talking about him, I guess, setting this bar. What I'm right. saying. Right. Do you understand that that man was doing that for the culture of setting right. a standard of what you're supposed to treat yourself like and, and the like, what you're supposed listen, to aspire yeah, to? Yeah, there wasn't no thing as listen that right. whole goat conversation right. in hip hop because then Wayne said, "Oh, I'm gonna start saying I'm the best rapper alive." I think that that has... like and then it started becoming a thing to just be like top five dead or is, alive. Is Lil Wayne? Is I don't Lil even want to talk about that. Please. I can't. All I'm saying is you can't believe that people ever have considered him a good rapper. Yeah, you're. I, cr- no, I that's agree with you. I agree okay. With you. I that's agree bananas. With you. I wouldn't say that wild, but this I agree is not with a you. podcast. This is not a rap podcast. So I'd like to move on the topic <laughs> because the well, fact if you're that, gonna say shit that's just flagrantly wrong. Mark, yo, when I, he's Wayne a good, a he's period. a decent artist. What? He's like Drake. They're decent artists, let's but they don't write their rap. They don't write their rapper. They don't write their raps. We listen, man. We here. I know how you know he don't write them raps because I know personally for people who have. Their album checks from. I mean, listen, credits don't lie. You can't lie on a credit. Shout Quinn Miller. You can't lie on a credit. So Why therefore, shout Quinn Miller out? because you can't lie on a credit. Shout so, that man out. So go. So go and listen. Go and listen to Wayne when he was having his era, and he and Gilly was writing all his raps. Mm. And he's from New Orleans, and he's rapping like a Philly dude. Mm. When he say for fucking with the ball, that's not ball is not a. New Orleans thing. Mm. And then he started rapping like Corey Guns. And then he started rapping like Jay Mills. It's okay. God it's, bless Jay Mills. Listen, yo. it's fi- it's fine, Mark. It's fine. You can we're in a culture Most where hated. we're in a culture where you writing your raps doesn't matter anymore. And I'll accept that. I've long gone past the bitter old man where I'm like <laughs> Rob Markman and I'm like, yo, you need to write all your bars. And nah, I'm cool. Make good music, enjoy your money. Mm. All love, but don't compare no rappers to no artists. Mm-hmm. That man ain't write them all them hits. He probably had a few joints. He ain't write all them hits. Drake, biggest artist in the world. Hey, congratulations to you, brother. You're a great artist. But don't talk that rap. Don't talk that rap shit. When you're talking that rap shit, there's sharks in the water, my G. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah, I, I don't know if I can argue with that. You can't. I don't know if I can argue with that. But yeah, I don't yo, like Tramel, it. I don't agree yeah. with it. On a real note, yeah, Columbia is where it's at. B. Yeah, I, I mean surgery. <laughs> you know, getting a rib removed. Yo. Listen, and, and what 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 really blew Mark's mind is that I told him that like motherfuckers with a, enough money was like buying women. Like they'd get with a chick and uh. be like, "Look, I really like you." But I would like you better with like it's terrible double D's. But nah, they they subscribe to it. There's a whole novella, like you know how they do novellas. Mm-hmm. There's a whole novella about the drug culture with what's it called? It's called uh, Sin Senos No Hay Paraíso, and it basically means without. It's a direct translation to without tits, there's no paradise. And it's about girls in Colombia who are struggling their way through college, <laughs> and they get with dope dealers so they can buy them bodies and they can make like careers out of it 
this is a real thing. B. What's if you were to what's the average? Oh, let's say, I got a good question for you. I got a good question for you. This is wild, but we were talking about this before. I had the thought uh, sometime last year. I had the thought that um, if like steroids being illegal in professional sports uh, sets a precedent that should carry over to cosmetic surgeries and like commercial fields where let's say you're a model or you're whatever like there being some sort of conflict there because you're investing in and altering your body in order to gain more capital that's a superficial industry you know what i mean and it's unfair because you're supposed to be judged and like rewarded based on the merits of what you're contributing whether it's like a strong arm to throw a ball with or like an attractive face i I, I get what you're saying you know what i mean performance enhancement drugs don't like for example, if LeBron could add calves, like in calf implants, and they made them stronger, that's unfair. But perform like that's a different scope of it. Performance enhancing drugs make you like the the human portion of you some other shit. But ultimately, but it's, here's the fallacy in your analogy. Ultimately, it's Hold so on. that the like next year you can perform but, but better and earn more. There's a there's a fallacy ultimately, in your analogy. If ultimately. I'm watching LeBron James play basketball, if he can jump higher, run faster. That's part of what you grade him on as a basketball player. Now, if he's a good guy, if he's charismatic, if his hairline is healthy, he's handsome, <laughs> like all of those things, like, okay, that makes him money outside of the scope of that, right? But the thing, his main thing, the thing that should matter, the thing that should be regulated is him physically as, a, as an athlete. Let's say you're an actor or an actress and she gets plastic surgery or he gets plastic surgery. The thing I'm judging them on isn't how they look. It, it, it's it, absolutely how they look, but 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 Not that's but that's the secondary he, but he was thing. Saying models, right? That's still that's mo- even that in absolutely. a in a way is a secondary thing. If if let's like not getting crazy, but if uh, a certain popular. Uh, Younger sister of another popular young woman who's a part of a very popular family. I hate family. that whole family, so I'm glad you're not even. So saying. let's not get Whoa, crazy. Don't say you but hate him. This Mikey. is why we're not getting wild. This is why we, I don't even know, like who you, you know, you know who you're talking about. I don't know who you're talking about. I don't even know. I don't know. Yeah. Know. I don't know. We're not talking in specific, so I'm lost. In general, right? <laughs> Mike's ex girlfriend. Right now, <laughs> if 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 year to year, right? If in 2000 Y, uh, this young woman was able to earn. Uh, X amount, and then in 2000 Z, she was able to earn X plus because of this investment that was made in a altercation of a body that then procures more funds in a what's supposed to be a competitive field. You know what I mean? Like her ability to sell a product is like increased by this investment that she made. I think those are on the same playing field. That's okay, okay. This is this is but this is why. But here's the difference. Here's the difference. And if we're being fair, and if that field is going to have any. Legit- I, I'm not gonna lie. That's that's, if it that's were, a very very good point. If it in that were space. if it were one regulated competition, if 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 Kylie Jenner had to go up against Bella Hadid, I don't know who, against, I don't know who that is. Whatever. I'm just saying. <laughs> Kylie's had she's been open about the yeah, fact yeah, she's had work yeah, done. Yeah, Iggy Azalea's yeah. been open yeah, about the fact yeah. they've had work done. Yeah. Whatever. That's fine. There's a lot of male celebrities that right, have had work right, done too. Right. 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 They in this. We know we're inclusive. We and love female women. athletes. This is a feminine, yeah. pro feminist right. uh, podcast. I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying like okay, so if they were in one competition, fine, but it's not regulated. Like comparing the NBA. Instagram is the new NBA, bro. Instagram it's is one regulated It's the wild, wild west. Instagram is one big thing. Wow. It's I'm one saying thing. if if Kylie Jenner I never thought about it like that. Trimmer. If Kylie Definitely. Jenner 
can make more money and and mean more to people because she gets work done or if Brad Pitt will mm-hmm. do that right, because right, he right, gets right, work done right, or whatever right. then I think that that's totally fine like that's on them you know I'm just pointing out and the if parallel it, it doesn't mean anything to me personally it's a good argument yeah that's what I'm saying I'm it's just a point, damn good I'm argument I'm just pointing out the parallel because it's like the same it's the same thing going on the transactions are the same Mike, the money going in and coming out and going back in is this. you know what I mean Mike when you got your calves done did you see <laughs> that you got more Instagram followers it jumped up crazy <laughs> right. like as soon as I as soon as I got them done they jumped up crazy yeah, man. y'all didn't know y'all didn't know Upscale Vandal had his calves done yeah we got, break, breaking news on Rick he got definitely. the fashion calves done the, the Karl Lagerfeld collection yeah um um <laughs> what do what do you think? Like, just completely switching gears. Um, you like wear a couple different hats. Like, worked in multiple sort of different yeah. avenues and whatever angles. What do you find like personally the most fun or the most fulfilling about what you do? Like, what feels by the least f- like work? By far, it's um, giving people an opportunity to learn more about the business mm-hmm. of lifestyle. Um, you know, I've been directly responsible for giving you like a roundabout number, maybe twenty careers. That's sick. And um it all comes from my access to social media and my platform that I built. You know, I'm a consultant. You know, I started in I started I've always been in fashion. I started in fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I do sales and marketing consulting for a, a plethora of of, of um sectors, you mm-hmm. know, whether it be musicians, I've worked with athletes, I've worked I work with brands obviously, then I work with some blue chip companies like like a Pepsi or like um like a Google. Mm-hmm. Um but doing those things, that attachment to those people gives me like a you know, like a lightning rod. Yeah. And yeah. I, I can I can give a kid a chance and um to learn. Just to know that they're like if somebody would have told me when I was eighteen that certain jobs existed, I would have never sold dope. Right. You understand what I'm saying? I right. would have never went the I would have never went the wrong route mm-hmm. if I would have known at least that there was a glimmer of a shot for me to get in the fashion industry without drawing. Because at my 18 year old space and everybody that I knew in, f- from where I come from, when you thought fashion, you were like, if you don't know how to draw, or you're yeah. like, and it's mm-hmm. I know this so is like very, that with music. I, if you I don't know, know how to very, rap or sing, yeah, I know this is very naive, but it's like if you're not gay. Mm-hmm. I know this is very naive, but this is just telling you the facts. If you're not gay, if you don't know how to draw, or if you're not a stylist, there there is no other jobs in fashion for you. Mm-hmm. That's there, how you felt. No, that's because... how everybody. That's how it was. Right. If I had a conversation with fashion about with my friends when I was 17 years old, nobody knew there was a visual merchandiser, right, a right. marketing manager. Yeah, nobody yeah. knew none of that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And I knew kids that were like really in, that were going to like FI, like planning to go to FIT and whatever, whatever, and reading the books. And like they didn't even know, have any clue what they were going to study, like what those descriptions were. If I can reach one kid who listens to Pusha T or who watches LeBron James or whatever it be, and he's watching my snap and he's like, oh, this guy does... He does sales. Mm-hmm. He does marketing, mm-hmm. and he lives a cool life. And yeah, does I could do. I could be him. I mean, I'm not a thousand, gonna sell yeah, a thousand percent. This the era that we're in now. Like, opened up a lot of information that wasn't open. I mean, right. I, I remember when I first, like, I think the first, I saw like when I found out who Omeka Obi was. Right. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like that's fucking crazy that that even exists. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think some <clears throat> of it was like creating new seats or new slots and then some of it was like that information just getting opened up in that it's, way it's, you know it's insane I mean? man that's my favorite thing like um 
I like I said, I just came back from agenda. Mm-hmm. And um I'll just give you one example. Like, um, so the guy who started Agenda is a genius, his name is Aaron Levant, uh also one of the co founders of Complex Con. This guy's a this guy's a genius. Um, many, many businesses now, many, many different things that he owns, but he's a he's a pioneer. Mm-hmm. He started this trade show that's now a multi million dollar huge industry leading trade show out of a Chinese restaurant in Long Beach. He invited six brands to show out of the back hall of a Chinese restaurant. That's crazy. And now it's like everybody's there, right? right. His executive assistant, who is about to be the uh, event coordinator for an entirely new show, is a 21-year-old kid named Ashton who was going to Pepperdine University for private equity management business all money all business his father started a software firm all technical smarts all business Mm -hmm. and he followed he was in the streetwear he loves streetwear and he followed me on snapchat and he you know i do like these little interviews with people who i think are influential and he saw me do aaron one time i did aaron i was like yo you know you found it did like a little quick interview with him on snapchat he bumped into aaron at a starbucks in malibu which is near you know near pepperdine and he was like, I know you. You you was on Upscale Van Snapchat. And I want to intern for you. Mm-hmm. And Aaron was like, okay, like, here, email me. He figured, you know, this kid's not going to email me. The kid emailed him every day for the following week until he got an internship. Three months into the internship, he became Aaron's executive assistant. And four months into him being an executive assistant, he's about to get his own show. Hey, let's go. Like, and the kid, drives like a, the kid drives like a... $90,000 M3 now. Like, he's living. He dropped out of college to do this. And his parents are, like, have no clue. Like, right, right, his right. parents are, like, if it's, if you're happy and you're doing something you love and you're making money, cool. Go ahead. Go do that. But they're, like, you had so much talent. Like, this kid's a real genius, like, IQ level. And the fact that I, a kid from where I come from, with a felony on my record that just got off probation mm. could impact somebody that far outside of my demographic... Like I could die happy. I could die knowing I did something in the world that was that was positive right. for other people aside from myself. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not Definitely. To be, not to be too. Um, no, pre- no, no, pre- no, no, no. Man, you no, got exactly. I didn't know we were gonna give you the feels on this episode, <laughs> yeah, did you? Right. Yeah. Hell yeah! Shit. Motherfuckers yeah. driving from ass yeah. shots to changing lives. Right. Mm. It's like we do it all. Rich we do it all every friend. friend. That's, that's kind of like that should sick. be my slogan, bro. You got that one. You got that one. Nah, that's you, man. Sure, I'm gonna keep that one. Definitely. You go to my website now. It's gonna be like from ass shots to changing lives. Ass shots for the culture. Hell yeah! What do What do you think is the biggest misconception about Mike Camargo? <clears throat> I call you Mike. People, yeah, most yeah, people yeah. call you Upscale Vandal. Yeah, nah, um, that's a good question, man. I appreciate you asking that. I think it's like that I'm, a, um, like that I'm a troublemaker, and I think that it's because like I'm really, really, you know this. Like I'm a really approachable person, but I think that this industry is full of people that grew up around people that told them it's not cool to speak their mind mm-hmm. and to be themselves and to speak their opinion, hmm. and like they rather talk about people behind their backs. Um, and I don't subscribe to that. Right. I don't subscribe. Anything I ever say about anybody anywhere, I'll say to their face. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I got in the industry, you know, as you know, I've I've been involved in, I was in brands. I've been, you know, I've worked at Rock Nation. I've worked for Rock. When I met Mike, he was doing sales for yeah. BBC. I was this, I was the regional sales manager for um, Billionaire Boys Club. Yeah. yeah. That um, was six years ago. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, and, um, and then I worked at Rock That's Nation so after that. 
you know, and I built brands like Art Noir, which is really where we got yeah. super close, right? I've built designer brands. So amongst everything I've done in my career, I've always just stayed true to myself and where I come from because I think, like, if I lose that and try to tone that down, um, you know, I kind of lose the message to the kids. They, they won't, I won't be relatable to them. Right. So I don't have to be rah-rah, but I'm also not going to be a pussy about my, my, my opinion. Right. And that's actually gotten me in trouble a lot, you know, and, and be, me being me has lost me a lot of opportunities, a lot, like, it's probably got you something too, though. Right. Absolutely. Like this and, podcast. And, the biggest exactly. opportunity of your career. Listen, I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on elevated conversations. Let's go. Let's go. Like, Hell yeah. That's it. You know what come I'm on, saying? Come on. You know, Avion, the, you know, they, I got a case Hell on the yeah. way. They gave me the new Jeezy album attached on, to it. Right. It's lit. Come you know? on. But, but what I'm saying is, is like, you know, me doing that, um, me, 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 me not um, ho- pulling any punches has made me like a black sheep and has ostracized me in certain spaces just because people think I'm always like about some action, like some beef, and it ain't that. Like, why can't you just say you don't like something or somebody without it turning into like, <laughs> oh, I can't invite y'all to the same event because you're going to hit them. Like, nah, man, I haven't hit nobody. I mean, I've, well, let me take that back. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, yeah, just yeah. keep going through that. I, 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 haven't, I haven't hit anybody in a while in this industry right but if they that's did that's such a good so, sentence yo yeah. I haven't hit anybody like, in, in a while, while in this industry <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but it's like, just like, like I'm my not props. so many caveats on that <laughs> yeah I don't want I don't want I don't want that to be you know a stigma attached to my name man I'm a really good I'm a very approachable person I don't want no problems I just want to make money in the industry I love doing and push the culture forward I don't I don't want to be known as this like you know angry like you know what I'm saying like that shit whack there's nothing I don't gain anything from that I'm just always gonna speak my opinion and I don't think everybody's cool and I don't think everything is cool and if I see some sucker shit I'm gonna point it out <laughs> period <Yeah. laughs> and I know that that's gonna you know probably like I said like you said you know lose me some opportunity but it'll gain me some like I'll, I'll always remember like uh, I'm not gonna say who told me but um, I was up for a CFDA award for social media mm. I was in the conversation I was gonna get nominated it looked like I was very healthy in the run. And I did a hype beast essentials type of thing on my social. And like in my thing, there was a gun. Mm-hmm. Right? I have a funny story about that too. But <laughs> there was a gun in my post. And I, you know, coming from where I come from, it's just like, it was just, it wasn't nothing. Um, I wasn't trying to be gratuitous with it. Right. You know, I, I like, I like firearms. I've always had a firearm since I was a kid or whatever, legally. Um, yeah. NYPD is mm-hmm. listening to this legally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got, we, our paperwork I'm, is straight. Yeah, I'm yeah, looking at Mike definitely. like, listen, man. <laughs> so, anyway, I had, I had, I, it looked aesthetically, let me tell you what's crazy. Aesthetically, it looked so good that two months later, YG did his High Beast Essential and he right. had a gun on his. Right. Two months after mine. Pretty interesting. But anyway, uh, that got me out of the conversation for the CFDA thing. Now that's yeah. I mean, it's funny and it hurts. Yeah, it right, hurts because right. I'm like, oh my god, I could have got a CFDA award on my mantle. I would have been so happy. But the story to me is just as good as the award because I know that I lost something for being who I am, and I still made it without the CFDA award. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. I don't post guns anymore, but I should have never posted them. But it was just a part of who I was, right. who, right. I, who I am essentially. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I have, I have a funny ass random story. Uh, going what gun did that. you post? Nah, nah. So this was uh, what gun do you carry? Yo, so nah, <laughs> like joking, joking. Uh, Fader Fort, 2014, I think, uh, or 2015, right? 
we had um you know all the artists are there so you're doing like interviews like in a bunker where like everybody's coming through and you're shooting all types of shit or whatever and fader does uh what what i carry and it's like a similar lay down type yeah. of shoe or whatever so um mm. dej loaf comes through i seen it right and i fucking like i fuck with dej like i did her gen f story and shit so like it was like really early for her like the, the week she got signed and mm -hmm. like we always sort of whenever we see each other it's like love or whatever so when she like when it was her time to come up or whatever i was like oh bet like like i'll do it you know so we're doing a what i carry with her she has a bright pink mcm bag a fucking custom leather dej loaf joe you know she's just her yeah, style yeah, is yeah. crazy right um Fucking the homie Alex Welsh, who's just the man, but is just like the most like fader kind of photographer you could imagine. Just like, but he's the man. Like he's he'll, the most fader. Yeah, but like he'll fader. be like, yo, like yo, like Lil Bibby went crazy on this fucking like third King Louis tape or whatever. Like he knows his shit. So it's just the three of us there and like her team. She opens this bright pink MCM bag, pulls out like three bags of Funyuns, like three grand in cash. Like thirty copies of her own mixtape that she's giving out. You just made like, me like days. Some, yo, times she's more. she's fucking tight. Um, some ill fucking crazy ass headphones and just mad different accessories, and a gun with like a felt muzzle on it, like as if it was like a What's like a phone, doing right like a phone case or something, right? Mike's in so love, the room, yeah. so the room like kind of just freezes or whatever, and she just lays it, and she's just like. Yeah, so baby voice, baby. Of when she course. talks same way. Yeah, so like, yeah, we how y'all want to shoot it? And I'm just like, okay, word. Just <laughs> put this good, right here, put good. this here, put that there. And Alex is kind of like, we should probably talk to, we should probably figure like, yeah. come he's, over he's, here real quick. Like, shoot, yeah. shoot one he's with try, it, yeah. one without. Yeah, 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 right, that's yeah, yeah. what I'm saying. That's I'm like, yo, let's just punches. get it. Like, yeah, shoot like, one with one without. That's for the culture. That's for the culture. Yeah, but I'm also looking at it like, yo, there's Funyuns, Starbursts, for and those that three grand in cash <laughs> and a, like how could we not this is gold for like those, how could we not do this like for those that are not listening i mean for the for those that are listening obviously you can't see mark anthony just put his sweater over his hand <laughs> to move the to gun. move the gun because <laughs> I'm, I'm so I'm, phobic that he thinks people still pull prints off of guns like it's yo, a fucking csi yeah, that's yeah, so nah, good. Nick, never i've learned never touch a gun but it Where'd had you a, learn never touch somebody man? else's gun is this a kentucky thing kansas city <laughs> kansas city right. sorry i'm yo, sorry any new yorkers y'all don't respect anybody yo, sorry yeah. man. Kansas, nah, you're not yeah. sorry you're right i'm not you're not sorry cuz you're a new yorker to me like you south you're southern but you're so New York. That's the other thing too. Kansas City, not the South. It's the Midwest. All right, man. Do you go through this too with him every like, day? I don't every question. I don't question. It. I let him. Yeah. Whatever you want it to be is what it's like. <laughs> wherever you're from is so funny. I'm about, to, I'm about to kill his whole little argument right yeah. there. Check this out. He has, you know, he's an artist. Uh huh. Amongst many things, of course. One of his arts, one of his most popular art pieces, uh -huh. is a piece called Grits, and it's girls raised in the South. And when you know, did you do you know that I helped him sell his first, first art show? Mm -mm. First exhibition? No, it was legendary. So, so first Mark, exhibition, I didn't know. I you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have no art dealer. Right. Like you know, he now to put a show together and get it out and try right. to get some people to come and see it and buy it. Hopefully. Right. Mm -hmm. So I know Mike. Mike I can sell water to a well. Right. <laughs> so I go to him and I'm like, Yo, I know you. I don't know if you even I can really have an interest in like mm -hmm. art and art galleries, but like. I think you you would be amazing like dealer like, right. and so Mike goes, yeah I could do that, <laughs> and so showed up first of all sold out the show, 
Like, de- like sold out the show. Well, he yeah. sold out. We both. Like, it wasn't like me. It was just... the show sold out. We did it at Dame Dash's gallery. Popping. Oh yeah, yeah. Jim yeah, Jones yeah. camera. All the dips. The, yeah. Like we had the entirety of Dipset except Cruz. for Jewels. <laughs> Everybody. No, no, no. Everybody from Dipset yeah, came except yeah, for Jewels. Yeah, so yeah. that was like my bit. But wait. So how does this relate to the Southern versus Midwestern? Well, well, the thing was when I was. I had to become an art dealer. Right. So right. I like I, I changed my hairdo. <laughs> he came in with a with an art tunic, dealer outfit. I had a tunic right. on. I was wearing a tunic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but glasses. we had but we had people from the art world yeah. there right. that didn't like they looked at Mike and they were like, oh, he sells contemporary art. Yeah, right. like he right. knows he's what he's right. doing. Right. But look, <laughs> you know, so amazing. I had to get little ex- excerpts mm-hmm. from from Mark about each piece so I can finesse those into like a big story. Right. Right. And um. You know, he's like, yeah, this grit. So I'm like, yeah, you know, he's raising us out. And this is the pitch he's giving me. Right, right, so right. His so his most now, popular yeah. piece, why did he do girls raised in the Midwest? Right, right, There's right, no acronym right. for you yeah, to find around that, my G. <laughs> quite as smoothly. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Right. You know, artistic. No, no uh, response. Uh, no response. Somebody <laughs> very dope has that piece. I'm not going to do the name. But listen, hold on. Mm-hmm. Did you tell that person... <laughs> When they told you, oh, yeah, you know, us Southern boys got to stick together. I and you lived, like, yeah. I lived in Atlanta for five oh, years. Now, oh, hold on. Hold on. And now, he had, now he's building <laughs> an entirely new story for There's himself. There's no new story. Artistic, Kansas City, not the, license, not the South. It's the Midwest. Yeah, uh-huh. Shout out to Bryson Tiller, man. He's from Kentucky. Same. It's, exactly. it's not. It's uh, not. Y'all both wear Kentucky's Royal not the Blue. South? Kentucky is the South, yeah, but uh-huh. it's not Kansas City. Kansas City's the Midwest. They're far from each other. Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. Missouri is not the South. Yeah, Missouri no, is the Midwest. No, that's what I'm saying. This St. is St. Louis. all New Yorkers. Y'all, no, y'all disgusting. South, it's, no, I'm. I know it's all the South. I don't care <laughs> Yo, where it is Missouri on the map. Missouri is definitely the South. <laughs> I don't Missouri care where it is. Y'all South disgust Southern. me. Mark, do you know a dude that will? Tech Nine is the greatest rapper alive. He, he body Biggie. <laughs> Mark Anthony. Tech Nine a body J. Do you know a dude that can make barbecue? Amazing barbecue and fix your engine. Do you yeah, know it? So you're from the South. Yeah, come on. It doesn't matter what city you're from. You're from the South. If you know a dude that has a Newport this like <laughs> the size of a, 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 a of a Chico stick and can fix your engine and make barbecue, you listen, from the South, my G. Listen, you gotta accept that. You should see. Wait, uh, Tremel, who made your boots? These Timberland. They're, nah, who, they're, they're by Supreme, but they're fucking shit. Yeah. We're, we're who, made, who, made your, who made four, your boots, Mike? Who made your boots, Mike? Four two four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boots, yeah. four, two, four. But yeah. but what what what? They're Timberland four two right, four. Right, yeah. Right, okay. Right. So right, right. we're both wearing. Let me tell you something about. I'm gonna tell you. I'm a, like, like, very nah, predictable. Nah nah nah. nah. <laughs> okay. Calm down first off. Okay. Calm down very predictable. Calm down first off because everybody's riding the constructions right now and my man came in with the hikers with the yeah hikers. like yeah the hikers. see how much affinity he has for Timberland. I mean, see how much he came in with the hikers. So much affinity. Yeah, he's like I came in with a navy Yankee fitted or something. Exactly. Like come on, man. Like the hikers don't get enough. You act like you y'all both don't have a navy Yankee fitted on on the that's dashboard. Not we talk, that's we're not, not we're talk. not talking yeah, about like, that. Yeah, like what what is oh, that? Okay. I don't get it. Like right. I, what does that have to do with this conver- with this yeah. elevator All conversation? My, my mantle piece is what I choose for it to yeah. be. Yeah, like that's, yeah, okay. You, know? <laughs> you pray to what you pray, you pray to your God. Right. <laughs> so I'm talking about Yankee fitted and you start talking about God? <laughs> you pray to your God, Mark. <laughs> Yo, babe, I don't so trust you for who you are. <laughs> I don't go to your house and knock oh, the Rap Simmons poster off of your mantle. Exactly, man. That's true. The framed shrine to the head. Oh my god. I'm not gonna be bullied by you, Brooklyn. This was a this was a legendary fucking episode. Man, it's good, man. We, yo, I think we gotta have Mike back with curtains, man. Curtains is my partner, by the way, Tremel. I don't know oh, if you know that. You. Okay, so everything okay. that I do, all the consulting work that I do, he's cool. he's also a part of. So that's what's up. Shout the next the next episode will be the upscale Vander Group, 
on the elevated conversation. It's gonna be hard to top this one, man. Seriously, yeah. this was yeah. a lot of fun. Man. Oh man, listen. Like I said, I just got off a flight. Um, you know what I'm saying? I was on a flight with Ferg too, by the way. Shout out to Ferg. The man. Um, cold ass flight, delayed three hours. Slapfish in the in the uh, LAX was closed. Lemonade was closed, so I had to eat very very whack coleslaw and, and fish and chips. Oh. Um, and you I should did, see. I did all that to be here camp, to make sure I came and supported the elevated conversation because y'all are for the culture. Hell yeah. Richmond, the Elevated Conversation is a loudspeaker network production. Our producer is Matt Raz. Our editor is Tim Einenkel. Our executive producer is Chris Morrow. The views, opinions, and hilarious jokes expressed on this podcast are solely those of the hosts.